Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello again and welcome. I'm Ken Rundle and I'm talking brassicas this time with Tom DeCamp, Yara's area manager and specialist in field vegetables, amongst other things. Tom, brassicas are grown and harvested all year round, but as it's top dressings we're talking about, I assume we're focusing on more mature crops. So how are things all doing just now? Yeah, crops are in the ground, uh, Ken. Um, some are still going into the ground. Uh, some are doing better than others. Obviously, a lot to do with when, when they, if they got rain at the right time. So some are prospering quite well and looking well, nice and green. And some need a bit of help to get them going, really. So it's a bit of a mixed bag out there at the moment, up and down the country. What's the priority then as far as top dressings at this time of year are concerned? And does that dictate the products you recommend? Yeah, well, yes, it does. Um, what they're trying to achieve is get that whatever crop it is. And the, the big crops for us are winter cabbage, uh, calabrese, broccoli, and of course, sprouts going into the Christmas market and through into January and February. But uh, the important thing is to get a crop through to maturity uh, or to, to get the timing right. So it's absolutely ready for market when it needs to go to market, when basically when the supermarkets are demanding and it needs to be the right size, the right colour and look absolutely top class so they don't get any rejections and it goes in and it hits that premium price. Uh, that, that That's the general idea. So we try to tailor top dressings to fit in with that sort of regime. And what you can't, of course, do at this stage, particularly relevant this time of year, is is do anything about problems with picking and harvesting because that's a completely separate issue, but it's just yet an additional pressure on growers. Yeah, of course, the labour situation is, with everything that's happening at the moment, that's that's making it difficult for them, but they are making, these growers are making provisions to lift crops. I mean, a lot more crops are now lifted, um, not manually, so there's machinery coming in, but that's quite a slow process, but... Uh, they will cover themselves as opposed to hopefully we're not plowing too many crops in because they can't get handpicked. That would that that would that is an issue and that would be an issue if that would happen in large sort of uh, quantities. But uh, generally, the sort of the bigger guys are getting themselves sorted out. So we're just trying to get those crops looking right uh, at harvest time. That, that's the idea in terms of nutrition. You mentioned a range of crops there. Any difference between uh, between them in terms of top dressings? Not really. We. In terms of top dressing, one of the products we use a lot is the calcium nitrate. We call it, the brand name is Tropico, but it's, it's calcium nitrate essentially. Um, and it has a lot of benefits over what I guess was traditionally used, which would be the ammonium nitrate uh, type products. Um, in particular with ammonium nitrate, you can get scorch issues. So you will get burn if it sits on the leaf area or curd area, then you will get burn and damage the crops. And then of course, uh, the, the markets don't want them. But uh, I mean, I can remember, particularly in Cornwall, the Brassica boys down in Cornwall would apply ammonium nitrate when the new rain was coming. So it would get washed off the leaves um, or they would irrigate to wash it off. But since we've been using calcium nitrate Tropico, which um, I guess has been in the market now 20, 25 years, we've been using it as a top dressing, uh, we can get away from that scorch. That's, uh, scorch alone is one, ish, one reason why they would be using calcium nitrate over, over and above any of the other top dressings that are out there. But there's other benefits as well in terms of internal browning, etc. Yeah. I, I, well, I've discussed elsewhere in these podcasts how healthy plants can cope better with pests and diseases. And apparently calcium yeah. nitrate helps against club root. 
Yeah, um, we've uh, not just us, but a lot of companies have done Charles' work on Club Route uh, throughout the UK and throughout the world, really. Um, Club Route will not go away. Um, uh, breeders are developing Club Route resistant varieties. There's, there's not a panacea out there, um, but calcium nitrate in particular does help with the suppression of Club Route, um, particularly if you can get the product on early. Um, that club root zoospore, there's about 25 different species of club root in the UK, and it invades the crop at an early stage. Um, so what it likes is uh, soil moisture, uh, in particular, it, swim, it actually swims to its host. So there's all sorts of cultural ways you can, you, you can try and eradicate or, or suppress club root down so it's not an issue, um, avoiding wet areas. But even these flat fields in Lincolnshire in the fens have depressions and hollows. So you tend to see more of it in those sort of areas. But uh, by using calcium nitrate, Tropico, what we're doing is we're enriching the soil solution around that root hair. And the club, that club root zoospore doesn't like to move through a calcium, calcium and boron in particular solution and invade that host. So it is helping to seriously suppress the, the club root issue. But it needs to, you need to get on early with that. So a lot of people are applying both calcium nitrate tropicote and the nitrable product, which is calcium nitrate and boron, uh, applying that at planting. So boron, particularly important, do you think? The best trials result, the trials results will show that the calcium nitrate plus boron, because there's a synergy between the two um, nutrients, so they aid each other's uptake, the best results on suppressing club root have come from the nitrable product, which is yeah, calcium nitrate plus boron. Uh, no disrespect to the weather in Cornwall, but you mentioned Tropicote and Cornwall in the one sentence. Um, the yeah. weather down there is, is, is no different, really, to, to the rest of the UK. Tropico just seems a, a very un, unlikely name for a product used in the UK. <laughs> What's the background to that? The calcium nitrate product, the Tropicote product, is probably one of the high, most hydroscopic products we've got, i.e. it draws in moisture very quickly and it breaks down very quickly. And that's a good thing because you're getting both the calcium and the nitrate nitrogen into the crop very quickly. In fact, you can see results within three days in certain situations. But of course, when they're using it in particularly tropical countries, high humidity, you know, as soon as they open the bag, it's going to start breaking down a bit and going a bit slushy. So they put a coating on it, which suitable for the tropics, hence the name Tropico. That's where the name comes from. Oh, simple, simple enough, but uh, probably never <laughs> seldom, seldom explained. So you yeah. talked about um, get, getting the top dressing on. In terms of timing, you, you've said at the right time and preferably early. Yeah. Any particular tips on that one? The best possible way to apply any product, but particularly top dressings and particularly uh, Tropicote, is to is little and often spoon feed it. Now, that's easier said than done in terms of practicality for the grower. But if you can through that, some of these crops only have an eight, 10 week, 12 week lifespan. So if you can apply every, every 14 days, for example, that's absolutely the best way to, to apply it because it's going on. It's not getting leached or washed through the profile. It's going on. It's getting utilized by the crop and it's having the results. So there's no waste. It's precision application and it's the best possible way of applying it onto a crop as opposed to heaping it on with all one lump possibly doing some damage with other type products and leaching issues as well. So spoon feed, little and often through a crop's lifespan. 
uh, it's always been an economic case as far as fertilizer management's concerned. But I suppose these days, any decision to use fertilizers must take account of the environmental concerns and penalties. So any nutrient that sticks rather than leaches is important, and that gives this one a plus. Yeah, definitely. There's more and more pressure on environmentally as we go forward to use less you know, whether it be agrochemical or chemically produced fertilizer, you must be applying it in the right way uh, at the right time. And that, that's that's the sort of regime we recommend with this product. And it's, as I say, going forward, that's got to be absolutely at a premium for these people. And, and, the, and the people that the growers are selling to, i.e. supermarkets, really, the pressure's on back from them as well to do things properly. And that, you know, that's crop nutrition is a big part of that. And there's no changing in standards as far as as far as the color you mentioned obviously the fact that the crop's got to look green it's got to look marketable it's got to meet spec there's no no likelihood of any changing to spec um a lot as as we go along and in terms of top dressings required etc well you never know what's around the corner but because we've been using this for a number of years now um growers know that if a crop's look if a crop's about two weeks away from market and it's looking, it just needs a bit of greening. They know the sort of rate they need to use, the type when they need to apply it, just to bring it bring it right. And in terms of spec, yes, that could alter. But there again, we can, you know, we can just tinker with the application rate a bit or the timing a bit to get whether it needs to be a bit greener, a bit less green, a bit, a bit larger. Um, you know, we can tinker around with recommendations and, t- and rates to achieve what the market wants. That, that's not too much of an issue. The use of fleeces and other physical barriers to pests like cabbage root fly is very common these days. Does that affect top dressing procedures or management? It it can do, uh, Kenya. Um, obviously, with some of the covering, some of the plastics, then all the nutrient has to go on uh, pre-planting or at planting, and then it's covered and it gets nothing else. But some of these fleeces, these modern fleeces, you can apply product over the top, not granular um uh, solid fertilizers so much but uh, uh, foliars and we have we do quite a bit of work with we have one called crop lift which is a it contains nitrogen but it has multi-nutrients as well um and you can apply that over the top of a fleece and it's compatible with other ag- agrochemicals fungicides so you can apply those over the top of some of these fleeces so there is a way around that but so as i say some of them you have to put it all on in the base Depends, I suppose, on the type of fleece and and it, the way it works, because you don't yeah. want the product, yeah. uh, liquid product, rolling off the fleece out and going elsewhere. You need it to need the fleece to be able to absorb it and pass it on to the plant below. Of course, you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to round up, then, Tom, what are the key things you're urging growers to remember uh, around top dressings? Well, this little and often thing is 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 critical. Really, don't we cannot afford to waste any product. Uh, um, especially now with the way the market's moved but precise application at the right time in the right amount is is the message really Um, if that's practical to do then I think that should be done both in terms of what the crop needs in terms of nutrition and from an environmental stance as well it has to be the right way forward you be still advising the calcium nitrate rather than anything else we advise both the calcium nitrate, the straight Tropico product calcium nitrate, and we also increasingly using the calcium nitrate with the boron uh, added to it because there's a synergy between the two, and that's called nitrobor. So those two, they are the two main top dressings that, that we would advocate for top dressing of brassica crops, yes. 
Well, thanks, Tom, and let's hope all that care and attention is rewarded by good consumer demand for this season's Bruskers with as little disruption as possible. Tom DeCamp, thank you very much for those reminders. I'm Ken Rundle, and I'll be back in two weeks' time. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.